What's up everybody and welcome back to another episode. Super excited that you're here. Hey, we're gonna jump into some of the basics. I'm calling this one tools of the trade. These are some of the things that I've been using in my flipping and collecting journey. So if you're brand new to this, this video is just for you. Wanna make sure you stay tuned to the end of the video because we are gonna be unpacking about three of these, just seeing what's in there and see if we can get something cool. But without any further ado, my name is Boris and this is The Hobby Box. The rise of the sports card world is upon us. You've heard it everywhere with big names like investors like Gary Vee jumping in and putting money into the hobby. Some people are huge sports card fanatics with these huge sports card collections. Others are just looking for something new and fun to invest in. Maybe you're starting to hear terms like sports card breaks or sports card breakers. Or maybe you're just asking yourself questions like, what is a sports card unboxing? How did your reasoning for being here? Stay engaged as we go through this sports card 101 and learn how to make money flipping and collecting sports cards. I'll be showing you which cards to invest in in 2020 and giving you my personal insight on sports cards that are worth money. I hope you stay tuned. All right, stop what you're doing right now. Make sure you smash that like button, hit subscribe, and turn on those bell notifications. Every Tuesday, Thursday, we have a new video. It'll tell you when that comes out. It'll put it right on your home screen and make sure you're seeing these. First of all, I just wanna give a huge shout out to five of our newest subscribers. So we're gonna start that off. Brandon Chung, I wanna shout out Jesse Sprague. I wanna shout out Jason Brakes. Rod White and Little King, thank you guys so much. Super excited that you're here, and we're gonna get straight into the video. All right, guys, we're gonna jump straight into it, calling this one Tools of the Trade. Uh, these are just uh, platforms that I've been using to do most of my flipping and selling and collecting. Uh, so let me go ahead, pull this screen up for you, and we're gonna check it out. All right, guys, so here we go. It's tools of the Trade. First of all, big one, eBay. This is probably one of the best resources you have. Um, I've been using this since day one. Great information on here. Let's check a look at why it's so great. So why it's great. As you can see, uh, the usefulness of this is you can gather data, data from market price. Um, so anything you're getting ready to make a, a purchase on, anything you're getting ready to sell, um, it has that information. You can pull it up. I know some of you have seen the videos, but you can go to sold listings. If you want to look up 2018 Prism Lucas, uh, you can see the prices of what those have sold in the past few days, whether that be at auction prices or best offers. Um, or offers accepted, super helpful when you're trying to purchase a, a new card or when you're trying to sell. Um, so that's great. Another great uh, look for this one is that it does have auctions. So that gives you the ability to move in on an auction, get a card at a very good price uh, right before the auction ends. Um, sometimes it's significantly lower, sometimes it's a few dollars. No matter what, the auctions are great because uh, you are able to get those at a reduced price uh, sometimes. Also with the auctions, um, there's gonna be less fees if you're gonna be a seller, if you're selling things, you can auction things off for seven days and it costs a little bit less on the fee side. Um, so that's one of the benefits of using that auction option. Now also what I really like is the accept offers. A lot of times what I will do is I will put a card in, um, I will research what the card sold for recently, what it's selling for now, uh, and then also I will compare that to um, what I think it'll be selling to here in the near future with things going on like playoff runs or if they had a really great game. And I'll go in and I'll put, uh, I'll put in let's say the Luka Doncic card and then I'll say, 
accepts offers and I'll look for the ones that accept offers and I will go ahead and, and make offers on, on cars and go back and forth. Uh, that's one of the best things I think about this whole thing is uh, you get to get out there, get with other sellers um, and you know make them offers on their cards. It's kind of exhilarating for me if I can get a great deal on a card. Um, that leaves a lot of uh, profit margin. That leaves a lot of uh, room for me as far as uh, getting value for what I'm putting into it, even if it's going into my personal collection. Uh, so there always are good and bad. So there's more than one way to skin a cat, I like to say. Um, but let's take a look at why it's not so great. There are some limitations. Obviously, uh, the big one is fees uh, when you're selling. So <clears throat> most sales have a 12.9% fee. Um, I believe that the 10% is from eBay um, plus whatever uh, fee it is to mark that to uh, put that listing up and then also PayPal charges a fee also as well for using their uh, platform so every transaction that's done it's usually through PayPal uh, that's how you get paid on eBay and they're gonna take 2.9 percent of that fee so regardless of what you sell it for 100 bucks 500 bucks they're gonna take 2.9 percent of the fee usually that fee is locked in for uh, PayPal the eBay fee can sometimes move so another limitation is deceptive tactics. There are people out there that are going to try and get you. Um, they're not going to put uh, what they're what's they're going to list an item. Usually this happens with raw cards. Um, is you know they won't say hey there's a scratch on the surface. Uh, they'll put the pictures up there, um, let you kind of decide, and you'll make an offer on something without them pointing out the obvious flaws in the card. Uh, me personally, I don't do this. If there's a flaw in the card, I'm going to put it up there. Um, if the corner is nicked or uh, there's a scratch on there I put it in the description I say read the description that's best practices but there are people that are not gonna do that you can get with eBay and do returns as well I don't like doing returns I do them in very rare cases um, but sometimes if it doesn't match the description there is that option to to go in on it um, so also people can see your history people can see that you bought a card for whatever price it is and now uh, a month later the, the prices have gone significantly higher um, and then you're posting this card uh, you know a week later at a different cost people can see that I think that it's not like a huge disadvantage um, but people can see what you purchased that card for and they can see your profit margin they can kind of lowball you based on that and be like okay you paid for this much for this card um, and then that's just the point where you just tell them about the data and the history and where that card is selling currently um, so it is a moving market it does go crazy sometimes so Keeping that in mind, uh, this is why eBay is a useful tool. Uh, here are some of the limitations, but eBay is awesome. I think this should be one of your number one tools that you're using. Moving into the next one, here is Facebook. Uh, I do like Facebook. I don't know if uh, a lot of people know about this, but for a while I didn't. Uh, why it's great, um, there are numerous, numerous great groups on Facebook. Um, really, you have to go to that title bar, you, you put in sports cards, and you will see, like I said, right here in the right-hand side, you can see a bunch of groups that you can join. Uh, you can ask to join, usually they ask you why you wanna join, they have a couple questions before you can get in there. Uh, these are great groups to join to for purchasing. Uh, people are gonna let you purchase a little bit less than what that market value is on eBay because they're not paying these uh, percentage of fees. Um, so that is a great benefit, and that's why it's a great tool. 
You can bounce uh, ideas off of people. You can post cards that you're unsure of that if you want to get them graded, um, you can say, hey, take a look at this card. Do you think this will grade out as a PSA 10? Is it worth my time? Should I resub this? Uh, what do you think about this card? Where is it going to go? Um, this is a great tool for that as well. There are also live breaks if you're into that. I have done a couple. I would say just Again, uh, what I like to do is purchase. 80% of my of my money is going to go into single cards and um, single cards and cards that, that are graded um, and that I can flip for a profit or put them in my personal collection. The other 20%, I will I do do breaks. Those are fun. Um, and uh, again, don't go overboard with these. Um, but sometimes you get some nice hits in uh, in these packs, and you're paying significantly less than what you would pay for a card that you were buying single on uh, eBay. Uh, first per se so cool and then the next one subbing groups this is a great one that I don't know if a lot of people are aware of but there are groups on there that you can uh, do subs with as far as PSA BGS SGC even um, these groups what they do is they mass sub uh, they put together bulk subs and send them out and so with those bulk subs they're doing so much um, inventory they're doing so many of these per month that either they are partners with PSA or partners with uh, BGS or sometimes with SGC as well now uh, they get a lower rate on those so it helps us as far as getting a lower rate getting our our cards graded they also have better turnaround times a lot of the time um, now sometimes with the way things have been going that can be disproven sometimes um, but this is a great way to do it everyone is sending their cards to a certain person and they are, are mass subbing them off uh, to PSA or BGS it's awesome um, and then also this is a great selling tool as well you're again you're avoiding that 12.9% fees uh, you're able to uh, sell to people uh, directly you can see that there are a live person you can see their Facebook most of the time um, you can see that they have friends and that they're a real person uh, so I like that I think that keeps people honest as well uh, so that's why Facebook is great this take a look at some of these negatives limitations are it's they're very limited protection for you on buying and selling so uh, people can do those deceptive practices which is uh, the second one here um, as far as like sending you stuff not telling you what is wrong with a card um, they could send you you know they could you could pay them and they never send you anything um, you know there have been cases where that has happened uh, the big thing is the group is is definitely going to protect you um, you at that point can get with PayPal um, and uh, especially if you did a uh, protection plan um, you can get with PayPal ask for that money back um, and tell them that you never received the product uh, the group will by and large if this is happening uh, they're going to confront that person ask them what's going on give them a chance to explain themselves but if they can't explain themselves and it is a negative thing and they are not uh, working within the rights of the particular group they will be kicked out of the group um, so by and large these people do get kicked out of the groups and this stuff only ha tends to happen maybe once or twice um, so facebook is a great tool you can be using that definitely jump on um, if you're a young person it's not just for old people. I know I've heard that too, uh, but jump on there, check it out. I think you'll like the Facebook groups. Uh, last one is Instagram. So Instagram is one of the newer ones uh, that I've been getting into. Uh, I have my own uh, Instagram up. I love Instagram, why it's great and useful. There's groups on there as well for joining and uh, to join and you can do purchases you can see what people are collecting um, people also you there's also people here you can bounce ideas off of you can post your cards on on there uh, get people's feedback on what they think the market's gonna do 
Um, there are also groups to sub with. There's a group uh, just as similar to Facebook. There are groups that you can get into um, that they are subbing to PSA, BGS, SGC, and you're getting those uh, cards. Sometimes it's like $11 to do a sub uh, for 20 days as opposed to if you send it in for 20 days, it's going to cost you the shipping. It's going to cost you the price. Um, I can't remember exactly what it is, but it is significant. There's a significant difference per card. Um, and then the last thing with Instagram that's awesome is the hashtags. Um, you, you can look up hashtags, go to sports cards for sale. You can go to sports cards. I think in this particular one, this is just the sports cards hashtag. Anybody that is dealing with sports cards on a regular basis, their feed is going to show up here. Um, you're able to snag some stuff if you want to buy. Uh, you're able to look at cool cards that, uh, that are out there and kind of just start forming your own ideas of what you want to buy. Also, you can follow me at the underscore hobby box. I would love to uh, connect with you on there. We can definitely DM back and forth. So go ahead and do that as well. All right. So limitations as well. And there you go. There's a, there's my uh, profile there. Um, but uh, very limited protection again on buying and selling both for Facebook and uh, for Instagram. Um, like, like I said, there is a lot of pe deceptive people out there. You have to be very careful who you're trying to work with. Um, they could send you nothing. Uh, they can send you a card that doesn't, that's not even, you know, what you agreed upon or the card might have scratches or anything like that. Uh, this is what some of the, the things that have happened to people that I know. Uh, so you want to be very careful with these deceptive practices. Um, but over by and large, uh, Instagram is a great tool uh, for you if you are getting into sports card collecting and investing. All right, guys. Well, that's going to conclude today's podcast. Just want to thank you so much for listening all the way through. We'll be having shows every Tuesday and Thursday. So make sure you hit that follow button and be on the lookout for the new shows. Thank you so much. And you have a great one.